Welcome back. This is It's Technically Romance. Where we take a look at Hallmark films from the technical filmmaking side. And the side of someone who just really likes romance movies. (laughs) You like them a lot. I do. This week, we are taking a look at the final winter premiere. I can't believe we're already here. I know. That's crazy. This, this Winter is definitely not over. No, it's very uh, cold. It is very cold here in North Carolina, but I don't think we're gonna get any snow though. We might. It's in the forecast for this upcoming week. Uh, we can do so. a snow kiss. <laughs> well, that's funny that this movie was called Snow Kissed. I'm guessing they were just talking about the the town was snow kissed because there wasn't a whole lot of kissing in this movie. No, there was a kiss in the snow, though. Yes, but snow kissed <laughs> implies... The title didn't make any sense. The it, title didn't make any sense. It sounded cool. <laughs> it sounded cool. But, I mean, at some point, they're going to run out of out of titles, and they're going to have to start getting clever. And this was a clever title. It was cute. There was a lot of snow in the movie. Was, so, yeah. if you couldn't tell, we're talking about snow kissed. <laughs> We're talking about Snow Kissed, and why don't you go ahead and give us a quick little plot rundown of this movie for all the listeners out there. Absolutely. Um, This movie (laughs) has Kate. Mm -hmm. Um, Kate lands an interview with an author of her favorite book about the answer to life. Mm -hmm. It's called The Answer. It is called The Answer. Um, She's not so keen on traveling or leaving her bubble of Manhattan. But she has to fly to Canada to meet the author. While there, she meets Noah, the owner of the B&B that they're staying at. Um, As they spend time together, he opens up her world to adventure and her heart to love. (laughs) That's really good. I feel like there's like a job out there for you to, to just basically write these these plot summaries up because that was a good one. Well, I think they already have someone that has that job and they do that uh, for Hallmark already. But That was really good. Uh, yeah, that's that's our plot right there in a nutshell. Yeah, I think you hit on all the, the big notes there. You know, in terms of a movie, in terms of... In ter- it, it, it is a movie. <laughs> in terms of, you know, our, our rating system, you know, is this something that you would watch again? This is something you would just have on in the background, or is this something that you would want to avoid at all costs? Um, you know, I, I'm, I was thinking about it. I think I would actually want to watch this one again. Good. So you had to think about it. You weren't sure? Yeah, I went in. Uh, I wasn't sure what to expect from it, but towards the end, I started to really like it. To me, this one, it feels very fresh. There's something about this one that feels fresh. It feels uh, like a classic Hallmark, just sort of updated. Mm-hmm. Um, with some of the themes and, and some of the conversations. It, it wasn't as, as cheesy. There were some funny parts in it, for sure, but it wasn't as cheesy as they can be. And so this almost felt like one for a new generation of Hallmark viewers. That's kind of the, the vibe I was getting. And I, I think they could have pushed some of the elements. Um, I think they could have pushed her anxiety. They didn't even call it anxiety. Um, she definitely suffers from anxiety. They didn't. They didn't call it that. They kind of skirted around that. And I think there was an opportunity to kind of dive a little bit deeper into that. That they think they missed out on. But overall, this was a very well-made movie. Uh, technically speaking, it was. I think I had gave it perfect marks across the board. And the 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 relationship and just the energy from all the cast members was was wonderful. And Banff is amazing. 
Oh, wow. Well, there you go, guys. That was the episode. We will see you next week. <laughs> is that it? Are you? Is there more? Are you? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry. I just. I'm, I, felt, I don't I think felt, you've I ever. I know. I don't know if you've ever talked that much just about our little quick. Did you like it or not? I'm sorry. Just something. There's something about. Don't apologize. Something about Snow Kiss. To just. <laughs> because I, if anyone's interested, uh, would definitely watch this movie again. Well, we should watch it again I, together. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. I had. I actually had high hopes for this movie okay. because. There was hype around it. A lot of people I could see posting were really excited about this one. And, you know, I am a newcomer. Oh, so even though I've been loving Hallmark for as long as I have. I was going to say, you're not a newcomer. No, well, (laughs) I'm a newcomer to Chris McNally. And I'm ashamed to say it because I know he's a a Hallmarkies favorite. Um, He's in When Calls the Heart, Mm. which... We've never watched. I might start now. <laughs> but I think he's had some supporting roles in a few movies I've seen, but nothing that I've ever, that's ever stuck in my mind. But um, yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Yeah. I am a Chris McNally fan. <laughs> uh, obviously, Jen Lilly fan already. She's always the the cute sort of hyper quirky character, um, which was definitely heightened in this movie, um, which we'll get into, but I loved it. I loved this movie. It made me happy. I agree with you that it did feel fresh. It felt different. I thought the characters seemed um, a little more developed. I like that we had a supporting cast that was just as good as, you know, the leads. And it all just sort of was woven together that it didn't feel like a supporting cast or a lead cast. Like it was just, it was just all a cast together. There was was never a point where we were dealing with the supporting cast and I was like, all right, let's get back to the main story. Right. That'll happen sometimes. Uh, But they, they did a great job, so. Yeah, and I know that you talked about you were, you loved all of the technical, Mm -hmm. um, well, I think that's what you said. So I don't know if there were things that bothered you. But I will say, as far as writing goes, I knew that I, I was enjoying the movie, the writing. And when I looked up who the writer was, it was the same writer as A Christmas Carousel, <laughs> uh, which is Kim Byer Johnson. So shout sense. out to her. We loved A Christmas Carousel, and I'm starting to feel like she's going to be maybe like a front runner for me as far as writers go. She hasn't done a whole lot uh, so far, but as far as Hallmark goes, I'm, I'm seeing her, the characters that she writes that I'm really enjoying. They're mm-hmm. very playful, uh, very animated, like another side that just like the prince in Christmas Carousel, how much I loved that character that was just so fully, (laughs) fully that character. And so I think she wrote these characters wonderfully and then, you know, the actors that played them as well. I'm just, I really enjoy the characters that she's uh, bringing to the screen. No, she's she's definitely taking the sort of the Hallmark tropes and making them her own and adding some some new life into uh, some of the things we've seen, so... Yeah, I was I was very happy with with the writing, the conversations. Like I said, there were some funny moments 
had some chuckles there. Uh, the plot was, was interesting too. You know, I think we went into this thinking, oh man, he's going to be the author. Uh-oh. You know, he's going to be the author of the answer or the ghostwriter, which we've seen a million times. No. Mm-hmm. He knew the author, which was neat, but he wasn't the author at all. Um, so that kind of threw me for a loop because I was really expecting that. So the fact that the, the fact that she's able to take these sort of tropes that we're expecting and just sort of spin them around, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, I have to say, and this doesn't happen very often in a Hallmark movie, I didn't know what was going to happen. Obviously, you know, I know they're going to get together in the end, but I didn't like I didn't know what was going to happen yeah. with the author. I didn't know what the mystery about that was. I didn't know what was going to happen with Jane and Simon either. I thought maybe they wouldn't get together. There was a moment where I was like, oh, well, I guess that just didn't work out. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah maybe, <laughs> um, maybe it just doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. So you ever thought about that, Hallmark? Making it that the couple doesn't wow. get together? That would never happen. <laughs> no, I know. Because <laughs> he would watch that because that's sad. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I really, I really enjoyed the movie. So let's go ahead and dive into the, the romance part. Let's talk about the meat cute because it was pretty meaty. It was pretty cutie. <laughs> it was pretty meaty. So this character that Jen Lily plays, her name is Kate. And you said she suffers from anxiety. Yes, I would agree. Uh, and they tried to make it funny and everything because obviously it's not that type of movie. It's right. not going to be some, you know, drama about someone that suffers from anxiety. But she definitely was dealing with some some things and I was a little, a little disappointed that we didn't figure out, you know, where it stemmed from. Like, I thought maybe there would have been a story of why she didn't like to travel. Some of their parents or something. Yeah, you know, you don't like to fly, but you yeah. have a story where your plane almost crashed. And, you know, that makes sense. So I thought maybe there would be like a little something of that to explain why she's so scared right. to fly or travel at all. And they kind of just make it seem like she's just, she just likes where she lives and she doesn't like to leave it. But I definitely think it's more than that. Yeah, no, I mean, that, like I said before, that was definitely a missed opportunity in the film to explore that. Um, obviously, like I said, this is not a drama. <laughs> but I think they could have touched on it just a little bit more uh, because it leaves kind of questions and it almost makes light of, of certain people that suffer from anxiety. Like you said, you know, I, I don't fly because of something that happened. I, I don't like traveling, you know, all the things that she was experiencing. I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely me. So I, I connected with her, but I just wish they would have pushed that somewhat. Yeah, just a little bit. Just, I mean, you didn't have to make it like a whole no. serious, Give like me a super sentence. serious thing. Yeah, Give just me a be like, oh, you know, it's just my, my anxiety, you know, yeah. maybe just to say the word. That's um, not just because she's like quirky and, you know, yeah. but she, she comes across as... Um, a, a little mean. Super She's mean. very uh, off-putting, standoffish. You know, Chris McNally's character, Noah, I loved him. Mm-hmm. I, and I've, again, I don't remember, I haven't seen him in anything else, so I'm not, I don't know what to go off of. I think I heard in another podcast that he's not typically this, like, chilled out. Like, so I don't know if this was, like, a new role for him to play, but it was the role for him to play. <laughs> I I loved his his cheesy. So you said there wasn't a lot of cheese. He brought the cheese, but in like a, a very genuine way with yeah. his, you know, trying to make jokes. His awkwardness was perfect, you know, trying to make conversation with this girl that, you know, he obviously is like, she's cute. Let me try to talk to her. Yeah, no, the meet cute there was was perfect. 
Yeah, I, I just, I thought he was very endearing and she just was not, she just was not having it. And I was very confused because I'm like, here's a handsome man trying to talk to you. And I, I kept saying, well, she just got off the plane. She thought she lost her passport. I know she's nervous. So I kept saying that that was it. But it goes on for a bit in the movie where she's just, she's just not nice to him. Well, her friend, um, her friend who's played by... Her friend Jane um, is played by Amy Groening, which we okay. have called her out as well before she was just in project christmas wish and we were saying we wanted her to have a bigger part and here she She is in this movie so maybe hallmark is listening to us (laughs) (laughs) uh she was she was wonderful uh in this film and she i think she says something to her they have a conversation at one point in the film and i'm trying to remember exactly what's said but it kind of explains why why kate is kind of uh has this aversion to romance and I wish I could remember it because I was like, I just remember a light bulb clicking and be like, oh, that kind of explains it. But they do kind of gloss over the fact that she is very standoffish in these sort of relationships, these connections. So that coupled with her just getting off the plane explains her being very mean, very rude. At the same time, you have this stranger trying to have a conversation with you. It's like, well, dude, I don't know you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's a guy in a coffee line. You know, if you're not very social, then you're not going to want to have any sort of connection with that. Well, I'm not very social, and I can be shy around strangers at times, but I don't know that I would have reacted that way. Like, I wouldn't have been mean about it. I maybe would have, you know, said something polite, but just quickly, just to make it known. Like, I don't want to continue this conversation with you, but I'm not going to be rude about it. Yeah. And I think the conversation that you're talking about, if I can remember, it's something about she does touch on like her work is her life. So basically, you know, the book that she loves about the answer to life, it's all about accepting what you have. Mm -hmm. And so basically she's just accepted how her life is now, which means work only, living exactly where she is, not making room for anything else in her life, which includes love. Right. Um, Which we then come to find out is really not the answer to no, life. It's not. Uh, no, it's so. not. But no, that, that scene kind of sets up our characters beautifully. And uh, I was trying to think of a moment where she kind of turns that sort of meanness off. I can tell you. Tell me the moment. <laughs> tell me the moment. Where that the happens. moment is when she... So Noah is trying to open up this tourist guide business on the side because the B&B isn't doing so great. And he's not the best writer, we'll say, or presenter of the, you know, so they're going on this uh, tour guide that he wants to like try out on them. And he's having, he's having some trouble. (laughs) Um, I feel really bad for him because I'm like, wow, you were not good at this. (laughs) You might need to rethink this Mm -hmm. uh, idea. But she, she tries to offer help, but not in a, a great way. Again, she doesn't know how to be nice, I guess. Um, so it rubs him the wrong way. They just are not off to a good start. But I can feel the chemistry there. I feel like they're fighting it, but they're more, it's more of just fighting and not, you know. So he comes to her and he decides to give in and ask for her help. Even though she's off-putting and she's not really coming at it from the best way. I, I liked that he swallowed his pride and he comes to her and he's like, you know what? maybe I could use your help because he's trying to resist it. Like, Oh, she's a know-it-all. She's just trying to like show that she knows everything, which 
For some reason, she does. I don't know how she knows these facts about everything. Well, she explains it. I mean, I think she has a really good memory. and That she, she knows about a trail in Canada called Kicking Horse. Like, And then she it, they make a little note about it. Oh, well, in third grade. Yeah. <laughs> which was funny, but... Like, did she do a project on a trail in yeah, Canada? I mean, she, she could have. Um, but, I mean, the way they explain it, that she's written these articles and she knows a lot of people that write articles. And yeah. so all this information just kind of comes up. So so they do a good job of um, of explaining that. To me, it was like, okay, well, she's just kind of into interesting facts. You know, she'd be great on a trivia team. Yeah, she would. But, yeah, I think that's the moment where she sort of sees him coming to her, uh, you know, humbled and saying, can you help me? Right. And I think she likes that. I don't think she was expecting that because she's so used to, because she is so intense, which is a word that she explains herself uh, about herself, which is a good word to explain. Yeah. She is very intense. So I think that surprises her that he's willing to ask for her help, even though she has been the way she's been. And I, that's when I think she starts getting a little softer with him. Well, that, I mean, that's good because I was I was wondering how are they going to sort of turn her around? You know, how are they going to have her be more uh, accepting of this relationship that seems to be kind of blossoming? And so that was good to see. But I, I mean, the there's all these like, cute little scenes between them. Even in the beginning, um, you know, she calls shotgun because she's scared. He's like, you know, these, the windy roads are coming up. And uh, and then they have this scene, they cut to a scene of her in the car just cowering. And he says, doing all right there, shotgun? And just like right from the start, just a cute little moments like that. It gave me a little chuckle. And you could see kind of the playfulness of their relationship start to form. Uh, I, I love that. I thought that was that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, just that the Noah character, I just loved. I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> his, per, his personality was so genuine. Like just lines like that. It just felt so real. It's those lines that I sometimes like wonder, is that improv or or what but yeah I he had a lot of little lines that just felt really really authentic where he she makes some comment about sort of saying that he's charming but she doesn't say it and he's like you think I'm charming (laughs) and she like is just kind of smiling and he's like you can say it (laughs) you can say that I'm charming and I just love that she doesn't no she doesn't I thought it was a great scene um but just like the little looks that they give each other there's a lot of those um that just helps with like building the the tension and the the sparks uh and I just I thought that their progression uh worked really well yeah I mean speaking of looks I mean there's a scene where her friend is really into Noah's friend Simon uh, for some reason. It that was that was a weird thing. That was yeah, so weird. Yeah, we yeah we can we can talk about that. But now. there was a a look they gave each other where uh, Noah kind of looks to Kate like, does your friend like Simon? And she kind of looks at him, like, it was amazing. It was like a whole conversation passed between them just through their looks. So that is a sign of a great actor. Uh, and that scene just really really tickled me. I love that. Yeah, I think so too. And probably great direction, mm-hmm. um, which again, what director, we've seen him before, Jeff Beasley, he did Project Christmas Wish, which we are talking, Amy yeah. Groening was in. And so this is, we see more and more often where these directors use some of the same actors or the writers. And I just, I love seeing the combos, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Repeat. Yeah, uh, when, you, when, you've, when you've got a good team, why break it up? You know, um, I, I totally get that. But yeah, so her friend and Simon. Jane and Simon. Um, so this 
It was very odd. And I honestly thought they wouldn't end up together. Yeah. And I think it would have been okay. Like, it was okay with me because of how it was played. Because Simon... Jane is obviously... Thirsty. <laughs> that is a, a way of putting it. She is very thirsty. And it seems as if she is uh, always like this. That she sees a guy she wants. She's going for right. it. And I really enjoyed her like aggressive uh, approach. Even it when was, she sees him for the first time, like oh, her, yeah. her jaw opens. Like it was, it was very refreshing for a Hallmark movie. Cause all these, th- all these people try to play hard to get. And it's yeah. like, you know what? I like Jane. She's just like going for it. And she is just like, this guy is attractive to me and I'm gonna, you know, make it known and make it known. She does. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty comical. Um, watching all the, all the attempts. Uh, I just, and I don't, I don't get it though. Why she's so attracted to him because they have nothing in common, nothing in common. She, he's clueless to her, clueless to anything she likes almost. Like he appreciates her photography. It seems like but that scene when they're playing chess, like I was fine with it until the scene when they're playing chess and she's playing chess and she's miserable and he's not picking up on it at all. And it just, it seems like a very unusual relationship in that regard. It was unusual, um, but you know, babe, girls like to go for guys that don't want them. I guess so. <laughs> is, is, you know, that's like the, the common uh, thing with women, uh, which is unfortunate. But she, she seems like she's, she's just not, I think she's attracted to him and she likes, you know, they're in a, a foreign country. Yeah. And... I mean, he is, he's attractive. I love this little detail about him. So I don't know if this was written in or this was something uh, that the actor will also shout him out, Rodrigo Bialfas. He, I thought, I loved him. I, I loved yeah. this part. I loved this character. Every time he looks at someone, he takes his glasses off. And I noticed it right away when he did it. And at first I thought he was like taking his glasses off because he was like, look at this beautiful creature. <laughs> um, but he just does it for everything. So I guess he's... Is it near set or? Well, so just real quick, when you're an actor or, you know, sometimes this is written into the script, but usually they'll give a character a trait, Mm -hmm. a trait to remember them by, right? Um, So for instance, if we talk about like the Joker and Heath Ledger, you know, him like licking his lips, that little trait right there. Wow, you went dark. I went dark. Uh (laughs) But I mean, but it's the most recognizable thing, you know, that little trait. So this was his trait, I think, that we we know this character is going to do it. It makes them real. It are makes we comparing real to Simon to the Joker? We are right oh. now. We are right now. So, but uh, do you but, uh, hear that, Rodrigo? <laughs> He's comparing you to Heath Ledger. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, but honestly, I mean, that's what makes them real. Like you give them a tick, you give them something, and it it just connects you to them immediately. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was connected to him immediately because of this. I don't see this a lot in Hallmark, yeah. where they specific like. They have these specific traits that you notice. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them are like, oh, they're quirky or they're, you know, like they're kind of, I mean, we'll just be, they're kind of all the same. So when I see something different, yeah, I'm going to gravitate towards it. Yeah. And so I definitely gravitated towards Simon. So I got what Jane was seeing and I, you know, and he had the, the accent. Right. And so, yeah, she was all for it. But I don't quite understand why she kept going so hard when it did seem very obvious that he was just not into her. Especially after the date. 
Yeah, she sets up this whole date. <laughs> and he spends um, more time talking to the chocolatier. I just, I didn't, I didn't understand how he could be so clueless. Yeah. Um, Isn't there a book called He's Just Not That Into You? Yeah, and it's a movie and everything. Yeah. So obviously Jane did not read that book. Um, <laughs> she did not. And so even after that, she confesses. She says, I really like you. And he says, thank you. Here's some chocolate. Yeah, he he's very awkward about it. So it's I don't know how to read him. I don't know how to take it. So she basically is like, well, he doesn't like me. So she finally gets it. Yeah. But then he comes back and he does this like huge gesture, gets all these flowers for her, which is very sweet. And then and then they're together. Yeah. So it is a little odd, but I like it. I yeah. thought it was cute. I enjoyed their interactions when she's like, you see him in the background because she's a photographer. She's like, he's like posing for her and she's like <laughs> taking pictures of him. Um, I just thought they had really sweet little moments. And and both of those actors, I just, I really enjoyed enjoyed watching them mm-hmm. well let's get into some of the the technical aspects of the film uh, because like i said this film was done beautifully uh there really were no big big notes that kind of bothered me the city of banff oh my goodness this is the second time we've seen this city. it's my new favorite hallmark destination yeah. and i think i want to move there <laughs> yeah, no, for real i mean as soon as yeah, all this COVID and quarantine is, is done i would love to, to take a vacation there like it just seems incredible incredible um, and I'd be curious to see like what is Banff and what is other locations that they've shot in because it just seems magical, like a magical winter wonderland. So I'm, I'm happy to see that. Uh, they did a great job with it. They great, did a great job with the city. You know, I, I think the first scene when he gets the bison burger and we get to see, you know, more of Noah's personality, but we also get to see a little bit more of the, uh, the culture of Banff. And I hope that's a real thing. I really hope smashing your burger is a real thing because it's almost like we're on vacation with them learning these little cute little things well that's what i am loving about these winter movies and i think i said it when we mentioned it in a winter getaway and then even in new year's resolution it was sort of like they're just showing us all of the wonderful things Mm. and beautiful scenery that Canada has to offer. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, and it definitely makes you want to go there because you're watching this and you're seeing the activities they're doing and the the sites and everything. And it really feels like it is a, you know, we're going on Noah's little tour guide, yeah. but for real, like I'm saying, I would want to do that. Yeah. And I did see that the burger, I don't think the restaurant name is the same, if I'm not mistaken, but there is a, a famous smash burger there and they did film it at like an actual restaurant that's awesome so so it's real yes so i can do that yes (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna happen so they did they did a great job of showcasing banff in the the town and the lighting was was fantastic too i mean i think every scene was just lit beautifully it was it was consistent across each scene even in different locations there was never any time when i was like oh this is completely off you know I, i swear some of these films I think they get different lighting people to come in completely off. This was very consistent throughout. They had wonderful side lighting a lot of times, which looked beautiful. You you know, that's where you get a lot of light on one side of the face. Nice little soft shadow on the other to give contrast. They would always make sure to have lights right behind the character to give depth and a little bit of rim light. Just grade A lighting. 
and I don't know if you've noticed any of that, but I, um, but you but you but you didn't notice. You're not supposed to. I right? didn't notice. I did notice the beauty. Uh, I mean, everything was bright. I assumed it was because of the snow, and they were outside. In my mind, I'm like, well, how hard can it be to light, you know, something this beautiful? But maybe it is hard. Um, no, I think it, I think it is difficult to light well. I mean, it's easier if you're outside a lot of times, but it's still it still can be a challenge. So it's made to look easy, but we've seen some movies this year. Uh, I'm sorry, not even this year. We've seen some movies this season where that's not the case. So mm-hmm. props props to the lighting department, lighting department. Props to the director for making sure everything looked looked wonderful. Yeah, it was just beautiful. That scene where he takes her to the little bench overlooking just the mountains, and it just you they looked so small yeah. <laughs> next to you know with these huge mountains, and I just can't. I've never experienced that before i mean i've never been to canada but i've never been around mountains that huge either so well that scene was great and i mean the cinematographer puts them in the the lower right you know to give them that that sense of scale and so it was shot beautifully too on that there was a scene in the kitchen when they're first starting to connect a little bit they go have their their hot cocoa you know it's a a bant tradition you know oh no a rocky mountain tradition to have hot cocoa outside and that scene was was gorgeous because you have him on one side her on the other, the island counter right between them, lit beautifully, and it's just very symmetrical. And I just I really resonated with that shot specifically. And there's a few of those shots like that where you can really tell they wanted to get that sort of I don't you know a little bit of artsy artsy style to the shot, mm-hmm. artsy style to the scene that came through beautifully in this. So the DP did a great job of that. Yeah. Well, speaking of artsy, this B and B that they are staying at oh my goodness. Um, yeah. is not your typical B and B, but it was beautiful and like very lit, very well. Um, like I was like, oh, I would stay there. And I think they actually shot in an actual B and B, so I'm assuming that that is the footage. So that's a real place I think that you can stay at. So yeah, just every 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 shot, every scene, I just thought was really pleasant to to look at yeah and you know we've seen some films where they're supposed to be in a b&b and it seems like they just rented a house which i mean obviously is a bed and breakfast but mm-hmm. they just rented a house and like oh this is a b&b there's a there's a difference right and so this you could tell was a and b right from the start uh just had a great vibe and the the place almost became a character and that's we've talked about that before where the location becomes almost a secondary character and them going outside, sitting by the fire, just all of these great little moments around the bed and breakfast, just wonderful. even in uh, Kate and Jane's bedroom, like they had all these like lit little uh, sparse trees mm-hmm. um, in the yeah. room, which I thought was in, nice like touch, a yeah. nice touch. Well, because um, you want that bokeh, right? Yeah. Anytime, anytime <laughs> you can, lights everywhere, just lights everywhere. But it it didn't feel like someone just came in with a, a shopping bag of lights from Michaels and strung them up. It, it felt purposeful and intentional for the decoration. So great set design. Uh, their clothing, we got to give a shout out to... Uh, to Nathan Michael Fletcher, um, who we did make an announcement earlier this week that we are having a special bonus episode where we're getting to interview Nathan, um, and he was the lead costume designer on this film. Mm. So speaking of details of movies, yeah, clothing. A lot of people don't necessarily notice it all the time but in this movie i mean obviously i know we were looking at him specifically because we're interviewing him but i will say my mom when i talked to her about this movie because she saw it before we did she mentioned she thought 
She loved their coats and their <laughs> hats and their gloves. She thought it was all very really cute. Funny. And yeah, I just thought, again, we talked about how fresh this movie felt. And I think that clothing has a lot to do with it. Yeah. We touched on that um, with New Year's Eve um, with our interview with some of the, the, with the director and cast of that movie. And it definitely, clothing definitely can make a movie. And I felt like that did play a big part in this movie that the, the clothes felt very authentic like you know i love feeling like someone actually owns that piece of clothes and we'll get into that more with nathan in our interview but um i am interested to know how that all i am how it works i am too because i i think you know with camera work you don't want people to notice the camera right so for clothing i'm curious do you want clothing to stand out do you want certain articles of clothing to stand out or do you just want it to just bleed into the background and have them feel real. So I'm really curious to, to speak with him and, and get the lowdown on that. But great color palette on, on these characters' clothes because they were very, you know, I think there was moments where uh, Kate had this pink palette going for her and her friend had blue. Like there was just a back and forth I really enjoyed. So Yeah, it was great. And I'm very excited for that interview. So be on the lookout for that later um, next week. Okay. So back to a little romance uh, before we wrap things up. My favorite scene, I think I usually like to throw in, like, this is my favorite scene. Well, I think I have two. (laughs) (laughs) Is when Jane is telling Kate that she really likes Simon, which we've already known. But she is telling her, you know, when you really like someone and you you have these butterflies Mm. and you're feeling nervous. And as she's saying this to Kate, Kate's listening to her. But she's looking at Noah from like across the way. They're packing the bags in the car and she's smiling and she's listening to what Jane is saying. And she's like, you can see that she's like, yeah, I'm feeling (laughs) I know that feeling because she's feeling it for Noah. And he looks over at her and she's just watching him. And they again with the looks. And I just I loved that scene. I just thought it was so sweet and uh, sincere and it just, it made me really happy. It was great. It was great. And again, it's those sort of cues. I'm sure the, you know, the director and the actors worked on that, but these moments where nothing is said, but everything is said and very, very well done. And to me, in my mind, that's hard to do. You know, I, I would think, you know, again, I'm not an actor. I don't know, but to, in my mind, that's a very hard thing to pull off. And every time they do, it just, just, it's just beautiful. I think it is hard to pretend or even just show with your eyes that you are into someone when you're not. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're just acting. Like, it's not easy to pull that off. So yeah. I think they did a great job because I was definitely <laughs> buying that romance. And then, of course, you know... I, we love when we get a before end kiss, which we do get in this movie. I really liked this scene also when she sort of gets over her fear of, I don't think I could do it. So I was very proud of, of Kate for doing this, uh, that they go up in the gondola. Oh my goodness. Uh, that, even when they were, when they showed that, that, uh, that shot of them side by side and the thing is rocking and the camera's moving with them. I was like, no, 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 no. I can't do that. Yeah. I would be, I mean, I'm guessing they just, I don't know if they had another person in there or if the camera was just in there. It probably fits four people in that thing, I would assume. Oh, okay. Because I thought that was a great shot. And I loved that 
that shot of them looking at each other when she just sort of looks at him to sort of, you know, calm her mm-hmm. self and, you know, not to think about how scared she is because I was scared for her. <laughs> uh, I just loved that part where they're just looking at each other and it's that shot and you see them in the round little yeah. gondola with the mountains behind them. It was beautiful and so romantic. And then we get a kiss. So once they get up to the top of the mountain, Noah's just like, you know what? I'm going for it. You know, he took some cues from Jane and he's like, he says something about, you know, you know, when everything you want is right in front of you. And he just goes in for the kiss. Kate's not even, she's looking at the mountains, you know, (laughs) she's like unaware. And he just goes in for the kiss. And I was surprised because I didn't think we were going to get a before end kiss in this movie because, you know, they're, progression has been kind of slow but no we get the kiss it's a wonderful kiss it does get interrupted of course by her cell phone which was weird because she's like i'm just gonna let it ring and she doesn't no (laughs) you know so it's like she acknowledges that this is silly to answer the phone but she does it anyway so it's almost like we break that curse yeah because and it also i think comes across in a weird way to noah because she almost seems like she didn't enjoy the kiss or she she can't wait to get away from like yeah. she's like i think we should get back now well that, like, might, that might explain part of what happens at the end too that it wasn't as reciprocated as he would have liked so that might explain some of the conflict at the end yeah i think it does because i think that is definitely confusing mm-hmm. um but only i think for him because I think he made his intentions really clear. So for her to be like, I didn't know if you felt the same way. It's like, yeah, I think we all know how he feels because he told you (laughs) (laughs) with his mouth. (laughs) So, so yes, that was, I really did like that scene minus the, you know, let's get off of this beautiful mountain to go talk work, whatever. But so there does come in the the conflict. Uh, she gets the promotion, the job. She gets the job, and so she'll have to get back to New York. And I really wasn't sure how they would handle this. Um, as they're, her and her friend are driving off, I thought maybe Noah would go after them. Uh, he doesn't. There's like this weird thing. And I, I didn't like this. I mean, just have a conversation, people. Let's let's have a conversation. So I didn't. this felt very classic Hallmark where they're, where they're not talking. Well, they're not ignoring each other, but they're not talking. I felt that way at first, but then when Simon talks to him, he's like saying, "Why didn't you say anything?" And Noah says, "I didn't want her." He said he he wanted her to be happy about her promotion, not confused. Right. And that made more sense to oh, me. Oh, Simon's I'm, fine. She's not. She doesn't make any no, sense. No, no, Noah. Yeah. No, Noah. Noah's fine. Like I, yeah, I understand. Simon. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Noah, um, yeah, no, that that makes sense. Noah, what Noah does makes sense because he kisses her. She kind of breaks away. Um, he didn't want to make her confused. Like Noah's fine. Mm-hmm. What she does, I don't, I don't get. You know, she doesn't talk to him. I, I don't know if she's just struggling with going back. I just have a conversation. She is struggling because. As we've seen, Manhattan is her world. Right. She calls it her bubble, and that's where she thinks it's the greatest place on earth and why leave it. You know, there's no basically room in her life for someone like Noah. So I definitely think she's struggling. She's been wanting this promotion. She's She wants to be excited about it, but Noah has uh, quote unquote ruined everything for her, <laughs> everything that she thought she wanted. So 
that makes sense to me is that she's, you know, she's very confused. She's like, I didn't realize that I could have someone like him. I could have this other sort of life. Mm-hmm. So, and you definitely see her struggling with it. You know, she doesn't even go get her every morning bagel. Yeah. Um, which I thought was a nice little touch. The, the guy, bagel the guy looking angry. He's looking. like, come on. I... I I bought I bought it. I could see the struggle. Mm. Like she just looks really sad. <laughs> no, I mean it's not. You know, it's not that this was the worst conflict we've seen. I just hated how they departed. I just wish it was awkward. There, there's a moment. Yeah. There's a moment for talking, and that's when adults don't talk to each other. It just it just kind of takes me out of the film. Like it doesn't seem realistic. Once she's in New York, it's like okay, I see what's happening here. But when she leaves really bothered me. I mean, she spends, they say, three weeks away from Noah. That's three weeks of no, not no, having Noah time. So <laughs> I don't know if I can <laughs> spend three weeks away from Noah. I mean, are they even calling each other? That's, that's what's so weird. They I don't, don't even call each other. Like, yeah, I don't think they are. But I do like, though, that she does say she's going to miss him. I thought that was yeah. sweet. And I was surprised she even said that much, uh, which it, I think he was surprised as well mm. um, when she said it. But... There, she could have said yeah. so much more. But again, she didn't know what to do. She felt like there's no way we could make this work, even though Jane is like, you know, giving her the the advice to say, just go for it. Look, me and Simon are making it work. Yeah. So yeah, so she's upset in Manhattan and you can clearly see she's just, she's miserable without Noah. So... In my mind, I'm like, he's going to come and surprise her. Right. I think he's going to go to Manhattan. It makes more sense for her to go because it's her wanting to return to Banff and her I getting over know, her, her fear. But this movie, I didn't know what how it was going to go. They were switching things up on me. And how fun would that have been to see Noah in New York? Because, you know, he's like all about Canada and he, you know, she's all about New York. And mm-hmm. I like their interactions of talking about, like, as she keeps saying, oh, it's the greatest and all of this stuff. So no, because I thought then we there would have, be... We wouldn't have known what would have happened if he would have moved. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we needed her to say, I'm moving here, basically. No, it definitely needed to be her. But I'm just also saying, how fun would it have been <laughs> to see Noah meet her Sequel, in Manhattan? Noah in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Noah in Manhattan. So I thought that was going to happen, and I wasn't completely wrong because, yes, she does make the bold gesture, and she goes to fly to him again, which is what she should have done because right. he did everything else. But right. she doesn't even tell Simon that she's coming. Like, let their best friend know that you're coming. You know, like, she, did she make reservations? I mean... Yeah, three weeks. He could have been married up yeah. already. I don't know. Let, let Simon know that you're on your way. The bed and breakfast is hopping. They were able to get the, the funding they needed from this travel guide. So the bed and breakfast is hopping. I don't know how many rooms that bed and breakfast has, but it, it looks like a big party was yeah. going on hopping. when she arrives. This is my only qualm about this movie. Is she walks to the back and she sees a man by the fire and his back is turned. I know that that is not Noah. I was I was like, it doesn't look like Noah. It could be Noah, though. No. I knew that it was Simon. I could tell. Yeah. I've been watching this movie. <laughs> I know what the backs of their heads look like. All right. And she's like, Noah? Girl, that was not Noah. Well, I was... That I was my only there. thing. I was like, I mean, come on. I know Noah's back of Noah's head better <laughs> than you do. So that was my only thing. It was clearly not Noah. But... I do love that it was Simon and he turns around and takes his glasses, takes his glasses off so we off. get that nice little detail mm-hmm. again. 
And then, yeah, they were planning to fly to Manhattan. He wanted to make a big gesture. She's making a big gesture. I loved her little speech. I wish I could just play it for you right now because (laughs) she delivered it so beautifully and it touched me. Mm -hmm. It made my, my heart happy. And then... He, she finally lets him talk <laughs> and then he's like well I was coming to see you and then we get a kiss now this kiss it was it was a good it was a good yeah, kiss I thought it was a great kiss but it was it was a little too short oh yeah no, they end the credits right away they were running out of yes, time yes Hallmark please can we can we just have a little bit of something after the kiss. But sometimes they do. Sometimes we sometimes. get a little too much of something after the kiss. Well, I just it's some, sometimes it's just too abrupt. Well, it's, it's like because kiss scene. Like it's well, it has just, to do with editing, right? It has to do with editing. To make the kiss longer, you're gonna have to cut out something else because there's only so much time. They can't go over time at all, and so there's. She was looking through that B and B for a while. They could have cut some of that to give us just a little bit. She's like walking through this B&B for what seemed like hours. We could have cut that down just a little bit and got a little bit longer of a kiss. But other than that, great. I, I love this movie. Or right, um, you know what you could have said after the kiss? Welcome to Banff. You know, a little, um, yeah. little tour guide. Welcome to Banff. Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> kiss, kiss, kiss. Oh, three kisses. <laughs> but yeah, that's my only thing. Just sometimes it's just a little too abrupt. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's just a lot for my heart to handle. I'm like so happy of getting the kiss and then black screen credits. So, uh, but I, yeah, all the stars. I, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I did too. I, I thought it was great. Uh, like I said, it's very fresh. It was a fresh take on uh, on the classic Hallmark Certified film. Certified fresh. Certified fresh. Here on It's Technically <laughs> Romance. And it seems like they're trying some new things with these winter movies. I'm happy to see it. I really wish they would film the Christmas movies in the winter month. I don't know why they don't. There's too many. They just can't. They definitely can. Banff is a big place. They could get a few crews up there. Like, really, though, why why wait until the, the autumn, you know, to start filming these Christmas movies? Why not just do them? And There's got to be a reason. Um, I don't think it's a very good reason because well, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, they do produce so many. Yeah. So, and a lot of times it's the same crews. So, I mean, they can't be in two places at once. So, I understand it. But I definitely know that these winter movies with the real snow and all of the scenery, it does add so much. Yeah. So much. And I mean, so let's just say, what if you have, you know, your upcoming directors? Have them take the winter films, you know, your, your rising stars. Are you, are you listening to this, Hallmark? <laughs> and then have your, your, you know, your veterans handle the, the Christmas movies that you film in winter. Like, I, it adds so much. It's beautiful. It, these films that we've seen so far, to me, are a lot stronger in a lot of ways because they don't have this sort of fake winter feel. And they spoil us. They spoil us with actual snow, mm-hmm. actual cold breath. I mean, poor Noah's ears were red. <laughs> I know. I was like, mountain. get this boy a hat. I mean, come on. Uh, we'll talk to Nathan about yeah. that. Why, Why didn't, didn't Noah did have, have a hat? hat? Uh, so I just wish they would film there. But that was, um, yeah, that was, yeah. But that was that was Snow Kiss, guys. Snow Kiss, the title that makes very little sense. <laughs> 
Uh, there was, but it is cute. Well, then that final kiss too. It was kiss. It was CGI snow, so it wasn't even real snow. But they had to have that CGI snow to make the title make sense. So, what do you? What do you? Because they do? were kissing in the snow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we really enjoyed this movie. We're definitely gonna watch it again. Uh, let us know what you guys thought about it. Yeah, and now you know Chris McNally has a new uh, number one fan. So follow him on Instagram. <laughs> follow him on Instagram. Oh, I will. <laughs> so um, be waiting to hear from us, Chris mm-hmm. McNally. Next movie you have, shout out. Come on the podcast. We'd love to have you. So this was a good one. It was a good way to end the the winter premieres. I'm. I don't know about you, but I am really hyped i am really excited for the love is in the air movies particularly there's a new tyler hines oh yeah that's that looks good that does look good i mean my hopes are through the roof for this one so hopefully it doesn't disappoint (laughs) because my expectations are real high thank you guys for listening really appreciate you uh, we're on Apple, Google Play, Spotify. They know. We're on all of the all things. All the things. Please. I, yeah. yeah. Um, and like we mentioned, keep an eye out for our bonus episode with our interview with Nathan Michael Fletcher, mm-hmm. who was the costume designer for this movie. Um, we are. We can't wait for that. So we will see you next time. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs>